Blog Talk Radio.
ready? Get ready. Get ready. We're going to get ready to start the program. Again, Dr. Serena Wright will not be joining us on the service right now, but if she gets freed, I asked her to join in. So tonight, I want to talk about yielding yourself to God. I want us to be always available and always able to hear God when he's talking to us. So we're going to learn how to yield ourselves. We've already prayed. I pray that you have ears to hear, a heart to receive, a mind to meditate, and a heart that you write his word on your heart tonight that when the time comes that you need it, you will surrender yourself and let God use you. So I, we pray that God forgive us of every sin. So just say amen and let's get on with the program. Tonight I want to start off with Psalms 23, the fourth verse. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thy rod are with me, thy staff comforts me. Now I want to go over to Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, and the third verse where the Lord told Jeremiah that the Lord have appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. <clears throat> I know you're probably saying, what, what's all that have to do with it? Well, I'm going to tell you what that has to do with it. If you're on blog talk and you're not speaking, please mute your phones because we can hear everything in the background. It is a digital uh, blog talk media radio station. So with that being said, God said that his rod and his staff comforted. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. He said, love and kindness have he drawn thee. And, and I'm going to start off with this. I was at home, and I needed to go to the gas station. So I was uh, tending to my dog. I adopted a dog. I'm, I did a rescue dog, and I'm very happy with the dog. I say I asked God for the blessing for the type of dog and the kind of dog, and God did that. He gave me what I asked for. So I was sitting in the backyard with the dog, and my son came home from work, and I said, oh, I'm going to go to the gas station. He said, okay. And when I went in, as I was walking to the house, I, in my spirit, I felt, I'll ride your motorcycle. But I decided, no, I'm going to drive my car. But as I was getting ready, I heard it in my spirit again, ride your motorcycle. Now, I didn't get that right then, but I'm going to tell you I got it later. So I said, okay, I just put my socks on. My boots was right there. I put my boots on, and I grabbed my helmet. Everything I needed was right there. I mean, I didn't have to look and go to another room. I mean, it was all right there together in my bedroom, the helmet, my keys, my gloves, my boots, my socks. All I had to do was unroll and put them on and put the boots on. 
So I went on and got dressed and told my son, I'm going to the gas station. I'll be back. Now, I ride to the gas station, and I see a friend of mine, and I say, hold on, let me run in here, and I'll be right back. But I heard the, I figured it out later, it was the enemy of my soul, said, no, go talk to her. Now, I said, no, let me do what I'm doing because I'm on, I'm on a program. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. So I noticed these two young men walking up, and they looked like they were between the ages of 14 and 16. And uh, I looked at them, and I said, mm. I went on and put the kickstand down, got off my bike, as they went on in the store, and I, another young man pulled up on his motorcycle. So I went on in the store, and as I went in the store, other people started coming in, but these young two young guys was in there. And I went over to the cash station, and um, I was taking care of some business at the cash station, and... I heard this guy come in and say, oh, you all finna go on a road trip on your motorcycle? But I kind of smiled to myself, and I said, no, I'm by myself. I guess he's by himself. I didn't say anything. So I noticed when I was getting ready to walk uh, away from the gas station, I was walking away from it or two or something, but I said to the two young men, I said, excuse me, young, young gentlemen. I said, can I get by you? And they didn't say anything. They just kind of, you know how these young guys do, you know, they want to be rough and tough and thuggish. They just kind of like, mm, and step to the side. So I took care of my business, and as I was walking away from the cash station, one of the guys tried to run out of one door, and the other guy tried to run out of the other door, but they couldn't because the, the owner behind the glass shield had locked the door. And before I knew it, I noticed that the older guy sat in front of me he kind of dropped his head and looked away. And I looked over at the other lady that was my age in there. She kind of was acting like she was sweating, so she was wiping her head. And the other two guys just kept on talking. And before I knew it, I looked at them and I said, why did you do that? Why, why would you do that? And I said it in the same tone I'm talking to you. And I said, now, she's calling the police. And you all going to go to jail for 3 or $4 worth of junk. But I heard God say to me, just as plain as day, pay for it. And I was like, I just want to know, why would you do that? So the young man, I said, why do you just ask? Why do you ask somebody to buy that for you instead of you? It's going to mess up your life. Was stealing out of a gas station, and God paid me. Look at it; it was food. Mm. They was taking something to eat, and he said, "Well, ma'am, would you buy this for me?" He had one juice. I said, "Where's the other stuff you had?" He said, "I put it down." I said, "Get it." He looked at me. I said, "Get the other stuff you had. Tell your friend to get his." I said, "Until I got you." So she, they say, I'm going to pay. She said, no, 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 I got to call the police. I'm calling the police. I said, no, you're not going to do that. I said, I got them. Allow, I said, just take care of them. And I said to the two young men, why would you mess up your life for something like this? All you had to do was ask. But when I looked and I saw that the, 
the older guy that was standing by me, he turned to say like he didn't see none, you know, like the three monkeys. It was three other people in there. He had none see none, do none, them. Mm-hmm. So I began to say, God, there was a chance for each one of those guys to grab one of those young men and say something to him and say, man, look, whatever's going on, you, you could have asked. But they turned their head like they didn't see what was going on, and they was going to allow this lady of another nationality to call the police and have them arrested because they were stealing some food. I'm not co-signing or okaying the fact that they were stealing, but they were stealing some something to eat. And they kind of shook me, and, and, and I just began to just talk to them and kept saying, why would you do that? Why would you take a chance of messing up your life? She's going to have you arrested for stealing $4 worth of junk food. And they both just looked at me, and they dropped their heads. And the lady was trying to get me not to pay for it. I told her, no, 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 no. See, these were two little black boys. And when I looked at them and I saw the shame in their face that they had got caught. But the fact is, I felt the shame that the other people in there with me didn't step up, didn't say nothing, didn't say, you pay for one, I'll pay for the other, or y'all, if that's all you want, something else to eat, get it and we want to take care of it. They turned their head and act like they didn't see, they didn't care. And then they had the nerve to say they was in a hurry and they wanted me to uh, get out the line. I told them, no, 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 I'm taking care of some business. Because, see, when I looked at them, I said, God, just why these young people acting the way they act? Because we all act like we don't see, we don't hear, we don't care. But we quit to say somebody needs to take time out and say something nice to the young people. Give them a, show them love, give them a helping hand, help them when they need them. But as soon as you get put in a position to show loving kindness, uh, did, did I read that? Let, let me go back and find that again. Where did I have that at? Let me, let me see if I go back and find that one. God told Jeremiah, with love and kindness have I drawn me. And as I was talking to the young man, as I was paying for the food, I just kept talking. I said, um, I don't want nothing from you all. And I said, no, 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 I'll take that back. I said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I want something from you all. They looked at each other like, uh-oh, what, what? Well, she gonna ask us stuff. And I said, all I want from you all is a hug. From each one of you all, I want a hug. I said, is that too much to ask? They looked at me and let me show you something what they said. They said, no, ma'am. They didn't say, uh uh-uh. uh. Nah, whatever. They said, no, ma'am. And the youngest one, right here, Jeremiah 31 and 3. It said, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. But I was saying, as the youngest one hugged me, when I hugged him, 
when I embraced him, and this is what I felt him do in my arms. He went, and he hugged me. And I said to the other young man, I said, now you hug me. And when he hugged me, he was like, just, you know, just, and he, you could literally hear him go, and I told the young lady to cash her, I said, give me two bags. She's going to give me one. I said, no, I need two. Because, see, I know she already called the police. And I, I wasn't thinking about it then, but God revealed it to me later. The reason he had me get two bags was because I wanted each one of them to walk out of the store with their own bag, with their stuff in it, so it won't look like they was walking out with stuff in their hands that they stole. Y'all better hear me. God used the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And just think, <clears throat> excuse me, if one had to walk out with his stuff in his bag and the other had to walk out with his stuff in his hand, but God, you're right, Pat, but, but, but God. They could have been pulled over, a, a police pulled up on them and slammed on a car, locked them up. Now they got points on them. They built up a case. I don't know what's going on in their past or what happened. I know what went on today. So as I was saying, I was kind of scared, the natural me. Let me show you what Joshua 1 and 9 said. One, I'm sorry, yeah, 1 and 9. 1 and 9 says, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage? Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God, is with thee wherever thou goest. Wherever I go, God is with me. See, what what I'm trying to get you all to understand, a couple of things happened right there. These two young men were hungry. You may say, oh, it was just snack food. They was all some. You know what? It it only take a little bit. It just said it take a a little fox destroyed the vine. It only take a little bit. And with these two men being just a little hungry, they got what they could get, the snack food, juices. It was a, a bag of the, the big fucking size bag, big bag, a little hot popcorn, uh, two crunch cakes, uh, some candy bars, juice. Each one of them had got something. Four, five dollars worth of stuff each. And they was going to leave out the store with that. I mean, when what happened happened, it showed me they were hungry. They was willing to steal to eat. I didn't say they was in that pickpocket and nobody was begging nobody. They was in the store trying to get something to eat and drink. And when God told me to move and go on my motorcycle, see, I could move a little faster on my motorcycle than I can in the car because in the car it took me a little longer to, to get out the car and all that because I had to make sure I pulled in a place where the car could be. And you, you know what I'm saying? I don't block traffic. But with the motorcycle, I could just pull up to a certain point because it don't take up a lot of room. And I just got off. I saw them as they was going in. And I got there in a hurry, so 
it was like God had me on assignment because God was trying to save somebody's life. I don't know what kind of home they come from. I don't know where they live. I don't know anything about them. But I just know God had me in the right place at the right time. That's why I say learn how to yield yourself to God because when God tells you to move, that you don't have to you don't have to worry about when you're moving because he said, God rounded our staff, comfort you. Yea, though you walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. He said, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. And right here I just read to you, it says, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou mayst go. So wherever I went today, I went on assignment because I was yielding myself to God and letting God use me to show loving kindness to these two young men that was hungry. But at the same time, what if I hadn't got there in time because of the way it happened? When they went to go out the door, the door, the lady hit the switch and the door was locked. I would have been on the outside. Nine out of ten, I wouldn't have wanted to wait. I would have went somewhere else. But what would have happened is they would have gotten arrested. Hmm. Yeah. Y'all see the pictures now? They would have gotten arrested, and they would have been dealing with some stuff. Because after I hugged them, I said to both of them, I said, do me a favor. Please don't ever do that again. This is the holiday season. And one thing y'all don't want to do is get in trouble for the holiday season. Think about the money it's going to cost their parents, grandparents, whoever taking care of them, if there is someone. Because when I looked at them, Y'all, I ain't trying to talk about nobody or anything like that. But when I looked at them, you could see they needed help. From the hair to the clothes, even from the hug, they needed some help. And I said, God, Thank you for allowing me to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be able to say something to them young man, young man, brother. Thank you for allowing them to be uh, receptive. That because they was embarrassed that they got caught. They was embarrassed the way the people in the store was looking at them. They was embarrassed because the lady wasn't trying to understand. She really didn't even want me to pay for the stuff because she tried to ring it up separately. I told her, no, 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 no. Add my stuff with that. Put it on one bill. We ain't going to do two. We're going to do one bill. So if something said, I no, I bought that. You, you hear what I'm saying? Let me read something to you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Or path. Yeah. By me, trust in God. Y'all hear me say it a lot, I trust God, I trust God, I trust God. I'm not trying to lean to my own understanding. I'm not trying to 
be so earthly good, but I don't know no godly good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to be in a place where I was like the other people in the store that turned their head, act like they didn't see nothing. I don't know if they were scared to say something or they didn't want to say nothing. But because these two young men was looking like, dressing like, and acting like thugs, the, my generation that was in the store wanted to turn their head like, I don't want to have nothing to say. I'm, I'm going to be one of them three monkeys. See no, hear no, do no. Mm-hmm. They didn't know they didn't want to be involved, but me trusting God, knowing that He said He'll bless me, going my going out and my coming in forevermore. He just said again, He'll bless me wherever I go. I just read that to you, knowing that, and let trusting God to use me to speak to these young men, and I wanted to say to the people there, you didn't say a word, you didn't step up, but God didn't allow me, and I'm glad he didn't, because, you know, once I got home and thought about it and was telling my family about it, you know, I started getting in me, Renee started talking, I should have said this, I should, no, God, I yelled myself to God, and God did what he wanted me to do, God wanted me to say something to those young men, because somebody got to be praying for them. Because, see, I could have did like the other people at the store would be like, no, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But I looked at the two young men, and I said to them, y'all could have been my grandkids. If they were to do something like this, I would hope somebody would step up to save them. I said, because you all was going to go to jail for the holiday season. If they didn't have no money to buy nothing, they sure don't have no money to pay for a lawyer. They could get a uh, public defender. We know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. So when I sat there, well, stood there, and let God use me, I just kept saying what God told me to say. Why didn't you ask? You didn't have to do that. Whenever you go into a store or a business, and you want something to eat, ask somebody. If they don't do it, ask somebody else. If they don't do it, go to another place and ask about. Ask them, can you clean up anything? Nine out of ten, people don't even want to give young people a chance. But you know what? I thought about it. At the day and time that we're living in, we you got to have friends still in this world, associates or people that know you, whatever. Because, see, if, what what if something ever was to happen to me or somebody was to approach me, one of these young kids out here in the street? Hopefully they won't, but just in case, what if those young men are right there and they say, no, not her? Don't mess with that one. They remember one day I was hungry and she fed me. That's the word how to say, when I was hungry, you fed me not? <laughs> When you needed clothes, you clothed me not. When I was thirsty, you didn't give me nothing to drink. You, you know what? They'll remember, if not me, they'll remember somebody that looked like me. You know, older lady uh, thought about them and gave them a blessing. 
I don't want to say a handout. Gave them a blessing because, see, if we, we think back somewhere in our life when we was younger, and maybe even last week or not today, somebody been a blessing to us when we didn't have. Somebody took care of us. And we just have to get in a place where we have to understand some things. I asked God for some scriptures on tonight for me to share. I got this one right here, Proverbs 16 and 23. The heart of the wise teaches its mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bone. See, when I hug the young men and gentlemen, see, I'm, I'm trying to tell you something. When I hug them, I felt the brokenness of them. And that touched my heart. When I hugged that first young man to embrace him and just feel him, he was so tense to just go, hmm. just to feel his body just relax and embrace. I said, when was the last time somebody hugged me? When was the last time somebody spoke kind words to him? When was the last time somebody showed him love? When? And when was the last time he received it? I felt that. Because I had yielded myself to God and I allowed God to use me with this young man. He was the youngest one. And how many of us know the youngest one is always the rudest, meanest one because he's trying to prove himself to the older one? Ah, we've been young before. Let's not, let's not get so saved and sanctified and forget. And when I hugged the older one, he literally hugged me like he needed to be hugged. He was so glad somebody asked him, can I hug you? When he hugged me, I literally heard him go, mm-hmm. and I could feel his brokenness. I could feel his lack of. Because we don't know how these children are living, where these children are living. Some may say, but they don't have no excuse. You don't know that. You can have a roof over your head, but you may be living with a wild dog in the house. Ah. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. You may have a roof over your head, but you could be living in a place where you'd rather be outside in the streets than in the house. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Where you say I'd rather be outside than to go home. I'd rather look in a garbage can or uh, walk past a table to sit in the restaurant and see what they ain't going to eat and slide over there and finish it than to go home because it may cost you too much. Some of us, we don't know how people are living. But what we do know is we need to yield ourselves to God. You never know what today may have done those two young men. And I'm going to say it like that. Because, see, you don't know what the day had done for me. I've literally never felt 
somebody's pain like that. I'm unwanted. Nobody hears me. Nobody sees me. But today when somebody saw me, they didn't help try to make an example of me. They didn't want nothing from me. All they did was wanted to bless me and then show me love after they blessed me. It did something to me to say all these young kids, young people out here, are not animals. They don't deserve to be treated like animals. They don't deserve to be ignored. They don't deserve to be looked over. They don't deserve to be walked by and not acknowledge them. They don't deserve it. See, we made these choices to have these children. See, we talk about some kids have mothers, some kids have mammas, or supposed to be mamas. Some kids have fathers, or they have pappies, uh, what they call them, a low-down, no-show pappy. Could have been, should have been, I wish you had a been. That's what they have, parents like that. But one thing these kids never did ask was to come to you. Somewhere between, it's like birth and death, having and had. You're having a baby and you had a baby. Now there's a line, space between there. What are you doing with that space with that child? It takes a village raise a child or children. When we was growing up, me and my sisters and cousins and brothers and uh, neighborhood, we had a village. We demanded things in our village. One thing I loved about my parents, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm not going to lie with you, and I'm not going to lie on you. See, a lot of us want to get the benefits of what they do till it don't benefit us no more. Or what they do, and they take their benefits and go elsewhere with it. A lot of us don't understand that we need to acknowledge God in everything. Some of us don't understand it. We think we only supposed to acknowledge God when things get bad. But see, we can acknowledge God at all times. I love um, Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and be safe. When I was speaking to those young men today, don't get me wrong, The me, the Renee, the Sylvia, the Sparkle would have been, uh, how do you say, uh, another way. Because I would have been ready for them to say something so I could react a certain way, you know. But you know what I Realize because I yield myself to God. That allowed God to use me to plant 
his words have came out of my mouth to water. And hopefully they'll meditate on it and he'll get the increase. Because one thing I do know is them young men would never be the same. Because it wasn't me, but it was the God in me that I allowed to use me. I thank God for using me on today. I thank God for letting me be willing to be used. I thank God for that. I have wrote down this. Jeremiah 33, 2 and 3. Thus said the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it, to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I don't know if the young man have or ever prayed. I don't know. But I know one thing. When you're hungry, you don't have, you're in lack of, you're in need of, I do know you'll be, you'll be like, God, what about me? God, did you forget about me? Are you real? You know, that's what people say. I like Lamentations 2 and 22. I'm sorry, Lamentations 3 and 22 and verse 23. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassion selleth not. They are new every morning. Great is our faith. I've been asking God for quite a while. And on today, God used me. Lamentations 3 and 41 says, Let us lift up our hearts with our hands unto God in the heavens. I said, Lord, I hear it, I believe it, I receive it, and I know. When we're asking God to use us, we have to walk in, step in, stand in, and deal with Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for is the evidence of things not seen. And I say that all because if I had a work by my faith, if I had a work by my will, if I had a work by anything that I had control of or over, I would treat those two young men like everybody else in there. I probably would have got my stuff and left on out and been like, oh, well. But because... I believe God used the whole situation in me to 
to bless them, to get a message across to them. All they have to do is ask. They all they have to do is our scripture that this ministry stands on is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I pray to God that they are under Holy Ghost arrest. I pray to God that they seek him even the more. I pray to God that whoever they live with get a hold to them. And I pray that they allow them to get a hold to them. Because one thing I do know, I don't have all the answers. I could have probably said this another way, but I had to tell you all how I felt. Because, see, this just happened about... 4.30. I'm not talking early this morning. No, about this evening. It's that late. I know it was between the hours of 3 and 4, put it like that. And I just could not get over the fact that if I had not been asking God to use me and yielding myself to him to be used, what could have or would have happened? You all pray for those two young men. I don't know their name. I don't know them. I had never seen them before in my life. But as you pray for them, pray for the young people. And pray for the older people to stop being scared. Don't call nobody stupid or something. Just ask God to speak through you. Not so much just give you the word, but allow God to speak to you that you can touch somebody's heart. And when you touch their heart, don't be scared to touch them. I asked them for a hug. I, not me, 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 myself, and I. No, 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 no. But I trusted God. And when they hugged me, they did it sincerely. And when they got their food and left, they didn't hang around outside because they told me, thank you, inside, and they went on about their business. See, God is a good God. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Not just for me, but for them, too. And I hope that even bless the lady in the store, because you have a business in my neighborhood, but yet you saw some children in need. You there to make money, but you ain't going to give back. When I go back, I'm going to say something to her. But I'm asking God to give me what to say to her so that I don't speak. I want God to speak. Because I'm going to tell you what I heard them tell me one time. I said what I heard them say. What they told, I'm going to tell you what I heard what they told me. I was on my way somewhere one Sunday morning. They said, where are you going? I said, the church. They said, the church. I said, yes. I believe in Jesus Christ. And the young and her husband did their Indian nationality. He said, we do too. So you're a Christian, but you ain't practicing. Baby, let's, let's practice being a Christian. Some plants, some water, but God get the increase. I thank you all for joining us in on tonight, talking with me, listening to me. And uh, give me your response. I thank all of those that's on Blog Talk that's listening in. If you have anything to say at this time, the lines are open. Please respond.
Amen, amen, amen. I thank God for using you on today. I thank God for you being pliable, which is flexible and not being rigid. Many forget that Jesus gave us examples of feeding the thousands. He gave us examples of allowing someone to baptize him. He submitted. Allowing someone to wash his feet and dry it with her hair. He allowed someone to touch the hem of his garment so that they could be healed. He allowed someone to hear his word. He turned over the tables in the sanctuary when the people were there and they were using the house of God incorrectly. So to be pliable means we're flexible to the leading of God, whether it's spending time with someone whether sitting at your feet like Mary, listening to you and gleaning from you, whatever God wants us to do, we've got to be pliable for that event at that time because God doesn't always come to us the same way, to the same people. So when we look at being Christ-like, it means being available to God for whatever he wants to use us for. So I thank you for being pliable and not rigid to where you to say, oh, I'm just saying, or or, or I, I'm just like that. So to be pliable to God, mm, even yesterday when we were praying, um, God reminded me how he wanted us to pray for the people, pray for uh, forgiveness, pray for mercy, and the fact that God allowed you to give mercy where someone else didn't give it. We don't know if that was their second, third, fourth time, if they had been there stealing before. We don't know if they would like you say anything about them, but we know that the call of God is the call of God, and all we need to say is, yes, Lord, and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him. That's all I have. Amen, amen. Thank you, Apostle Elect. Thank you for those words. Is there anyone else? Well, you know what, Apostle, God just pushed, placed on my heart. It was two of them, and there's two doors at the store. One could have kept, stood with the door open with his foot in it because at a point several people had came in the store. And what if they had a deal like they do downtown or other places they've been doing, the flash mob? What if they went in there and just started grabbing stuff off the shelf, running and stuff like that? Any of that could have happened. They didn't have a mask on. They didn't have any of that. But they came in there to get something to eat. And I thank God for just allowing me to be in the right place at the right time because that's one time I could say, God, he used me. You know, it reminds you of a song we used to sing when we were children, Use Me, Lord. Mm. You know, we we have to really get to the understanding that when we tell God to use us, are we just saying something because we heard it or we like the way it sounds or we think it sounds good coming out of our mouth? Do we really mean, use me, Lord? And I thank God for, like I say, the opportunity today to feel the pain of someone else 
that's in need that's not related. I can't relate to them because I don't know the story. I can't relate to them because, like you say, I don't know if it's the third, fourth, however many times. But all I can do is relate that it was somebody that was in need and they needed someone to show them love and attention, regardless if it was just to help pay for what they needed to eat because it could have went a whole other way on all sides. And I thank God for his mercy and his grace. So, again, I want to say if there's anybody on Blog Talk that would like to say anything, please do so at this time. The lines are open. And if anybody on Facebook would like to type in something, please do so at this time. Go ahead. Okay, well, we thank you all for joining in with us tonight. Dr. Serena Wright wanted to be with us tonight, but due to her obligations at work, she had um, got, you know, uh, put on a situation, put in a situation, rather, where she was not able to get away in time. So we will be listening for Dr. Wright at a later date. I'm going to see you with I'm going to see if I can contact with her to see if she wants to wait till the first of next Monday or if she wants to do it on another uh, Monday of this month. So we just want to keep her in our prayers. And I want you all to know back that if you come back next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our speaker will pass, be Pastor Servant Troy Thomas. He will be our speaker for next Monday. If you come back on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will be able to hear me, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, speak again with whatever it is that God gives me to share with you all. And, yes, I left Wednesday out on purpose because that is a Wednesday early evening show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time that God has given me to speak to you about wisdom Wednesday things that he has put in my heart, not just to help someone else, but to also accept help me, to help me with things of wisdom that we can apply to and in and over our lives. But if you start your Sundays off with us, Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with our very own apostle elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, you can start your day and your week off with a strong word from the Lord. Whatever God gives her to share with us, that is early Sunday morning. So I want you all to know again our foundation of Scripture. It's Matthew 6 to 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. If you would like to have a prayer line to call, you can call Pastor Servant Linda Handy at 605 313 4818. 605 313 4818. Her access code is 605. 
347-247-1747. Sister Carmen also has a prayer line, 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284. Her access code is 528-2607, 528-2607. And if you would like to have another prayer line, you can text your prayer to. This is, you can press your prayer through or you can call in. And you can catch him at 7.15 in the morning on Facebook, Monday through Thursday. Reverend uh, Festus L. Jackson. I think it's L. But Reverend Festus Jackson. His uh, prayer text line is 313. I'm sorry. Let me correct that. His prayer text line is 331. 244. 0079. That's his prayer text line. 331 244 And I'm so excited again for being able to talk with you all tonight. Please keep Minister Margo in your prayers. Margo McCord, Pastor Sarah Troy Thomas, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, the Smith family the Johnson family, the Bell family, the uh, Kaiser family, the Seaberries, and anyone else that you know that has lost a loved one to my motorcycle buddy Taz, uh, to his family, uh, Taz rides with this motorcycle club called the Dirty Dozen. He passed away. Please keep him and his family in your prayers. And I just want to say, if I, I didn't mention anybody's name. Blame it to my head, not my heart, because we know that God is calling his people. God is doing what God has to do. He says, we don't know the day or the hour. So I tell you what you need to do is be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Because when it's your time, ain't no, can I get one more time? Can I do it one more? Can I get a do-over? When God says it's over, it's over. So with that being said, we love you with the love of the Lord. And there's nothing you can do about it. Good night, everyone.